So welcome to today's Bobblecast. Um, that was, of course, uh, the fantastic Alex Awobi's newly crowned song. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some feedback shortly from Barry on that one. But uh, we're joined today by uh, Barry Williams, myself, David Witchley, and uh, with Lee Mitchell as well. Uh, Matt Keeney can't be here today. He's got a very <coughs> top-secret project that's coming off at the moment. And he can't tell anyone, not even us, but be sure it'll be quite exciting so stay tuned as to what that might be um we've got some fantastic news before we get started we're now an affiliated supporters group with the club um so that's yeah, fantastic it's it's been a you know we're a group of lads that have gone the game together for years now so we've finally decided to book our ideas up and make things a bit more official so that, that was some fantastic news you may have seen on Twitter Mike Dullahan the other day uh, become an honorary bobbler. Uh, he had his, his bobble hat and his mug. I think he's been a source of positivity on Twitter for a long time. And uh, even Hugh Grant was sending Mike a, a, a message the other day. So uh, good on Mike. Uh, you're welcome to meet us anytime. You're a fantastic lad. And uh, you're exactly what everyone wants to see right now. Just a, a, a beacon of positivity. Um, so... Mm. I think it's fair to start uh, in what we've heard today, actually. Uh, so there's been some news today, hasn't there? You know, the, the, the governments are talking about, uh, well, everyone, the whole world, the football world, Twitter, everywhere you look, there's talk about the football coming back. It's not how we knew it, but, you know, it, it, it's it's a ray of positivity, possibly. You know, it, it's it opening the door. Uh, so there's talk of of tier two being two grand, uh, two, two, two thousand um, supporters, tier one being four thousand supporters, but a way back uh, to the ground. Um, Barry, you know, it's an issue that you, you, you feel strongly about, uh, so I'll probably start with yourself. Uh, how would that feel to you? You'd be like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> it, would. It's, it would be like being a kid on Christmas Day again. Yeah. You know, like just waking up and you go on a match. Mm. Like, you know, like, where is now? I thought, yeah, I take Sunday, for example. We kicked off at 12 o'clock. I don't think I got out of bed till 10 to 12. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You just think, that, but it's going to fucking tell you on now. Yeah. But it's like, on that, you're going to be you're gonna be up. You're like, I've got to, I've got to go out. I've got to, I'm going to go somewhere apart from your own fucking four walls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and you probably see people you haven't seen since March. Like, yeah. Since March. So you know it's Obviously, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, it's not, but like it as as you said, it's a start, mm. and hopefully, it's a it's it's a foot in the right direction, and then when the next season starts, we're all back in, forty thousand yeah. back, back in, and life back to normality. That's know? it, mate. I, I think I was said to you before, which I was all for like all or nothing. Yeah. At first, but now it's been that long, and I'm missing it that much that I just take it. I just want to get back there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you, you know. myself. I, I've seen some of that that kind of like all or not and I kind of get it you know I get where people come from and, and I think the, the key with any of this is that you know it's each their own isn't it you know mm. if, if you don't feel like it's for you then by all means you know you don't, yeah. don't, you don't have to participate you know you, you can like the club have already said you know you, you, you can just decide not to to go into a ballot scheme which, which is what it'll be mm. uh, and that's fine you know I don't think there's any judgement there you know some people just prefer Football for, for many different reasons, yeah. but yeah, no, I'm I echo what you uh, yourself, Mitch and Barry have just said. You know, to be at the game again, to to see them familiar faces, to to have that feeling of anticipation when you wake up, you have got your match day routine. Something to look forward to. Yeah, you know, it, 
it's what we're about, isn't it? Going the match, you know, it's that community, the the, the sense, you know, the feeling of walking down Gladys Street, and mm. you know, no, well, the match gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, the match the, that ninety minutes is the worst part of the, of the day. It no, is. It's, it is. It's like it's a lot more than just going the match. Mm. Isn't it? It's like it's it's all day. It is. It's the build up to it's the match. Day. It's the chatting, you know, before the game. What what's the team going to be? You know, blah blah, and then. Like you say it's the whole day. It's not just the ninety minutes. Yeah. No, it's like and yeah, like you're in work all week. Yeah. Know what I mean? And I was at a, at a weekend now. You know, you can't do nothing. No. Like we can't. You can't go out. You can't. Mm. You can't even go to pubs. What the fuck? You can't socialize. Yeah. Like that's gonna. You know, it's something to it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Very <clears> much. Instead so. of instead of living your life on a twenty four hour repeat mm. of up work home sleep work. Yeah. Know what I mean? It's grand out there. It's now. Fucking, Get Friday out the way. Up, mm. match, boo, back home, <laughs> back to work. Spit in, spit in the blues on the lecture. <laughs> but, you know, for Everton fans, we can only speak about ourselves, but it's more like Barry hit the nail on the head before, you know, the match gets in the way. It's more than that, isn't it? You know, it's, a, it's a community, it's family, it's, it's who we are, you know, the, the game makes us who we are as fans. Um, so to, to have that back, you feel like you're getting some sense of, well, normality and you get a bit of your personality back as well. Yeah. You know, it's not worse than, than watching the game and not being able to react, mm. you know, to, to what you're seeing on the telly. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I've got it in my head where I want to be in the ground on the 23rd of December and I want to be calling Bruno, Bruno Fernandes a cheating bastard. <laughs> And he will hear you. Well. He will hear me because there's yeah. only a few thousand people in the ground. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was unable to tell him in that last game where he should have got seven yellow cards and he got away with it. But the referee will know next time when he tries oh, yeah. it that he should be The thing is, mate, if you, if you were in the ground last time, he probably would have got seven. <laughs> he probably would have convinced him about the lads and all of it. So, you know, it's. The game's different uh, in the in in the grounds. You know we're not going to have the kind of sense of, you know that collective limbs and all that getting thrown around. But you know mm. hopefully we'll get that back as as we go. Mm. Talking about April for that, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah very much so. Um. So, uh, on that front as well, obviously we've got we've got an excitement announcement coming from the Bobblers soon. That we'll we'll leave the club to announce that it's a project that started at the back end of last year. Um. We'll say no more. Uh, but but watch this space. Uh, you know we're always trying to do positive things from our group. Uh, you know we very much believe that the the fans' voices matter, and and you know that that we can change things. Um, you know as fans um, and as society as well. Uh, but it, we also in the meantime had something that was very interesting, which was the uh, stadium survey that came through to to all. Well, I think uh, all season ticket holders. I think shareholders got it. You know, there's a sample of people who who go the game by game. Um, I'll start with you this time, Mitch. How did you? Was there anything that stood out from you that survey? Anything that you kind of looked at and you thought I really like this? Or the things that stood out, I don't think I could afford. <laughs> <laughs> but they look good. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. I enjoyed going through it and stuff and having a little. You know, it gets you excited, doesn't it, for, for the uh, for the new ground life? But what matters most to you then? So to me. <laughs> plenty of bars, plenty of uh, yeah. no, but just uh, I don't know. Means I'd have to go through the survey again. <laughs> I can't think now, but but if you were to think of one thing, so you, you know, say for example, we see like you know 
premium seat maybe you know something you desire but you, you might not you know buy into but there was like talk of like hospitality uh, concourse staying open yeah um, that the concourse I think um, obviously we, we like having a drink before the match don't we and a drink after the match and that's when you you have your chat with all the lads type yeah. of thing and um, yeah I mean always go back to when we had that the day out at Wembley and it was fantastic wasn't it and yeah. something sim- a bit similar I'll, to that I'll still never drink hot goblin oh no no still have nightmares <laughs> over that <laughs> so for you it would be more that you know that making sure that, that that side of things is right the concourse the ale yeah um, yeah we all want different things, don't we, from the ground? You know, it's it, 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 we all see, celebrate football in different ways, and well, we I, like having a drink, don't we, at the game? I, so that's our. Well, thing. that's it, yeah, and and you know, you normally go somewhere else for a pint before it or somewhere after it, don't you? And it'd be nice to sort of make a proper day of it where you're at the grounds, like before the match and yeah. after the match, Jordan and after. You know what I mean? Reasonably placed, good ale, yeah. surroundings where yeah. you can sit down. Just take it all stay. in and make it like a, it's a day of it there. And where would you sit? There was a lot of choice, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Um, I always like personally like being at the side. Yeah, so similar to the paddy. Yeah, I've always had season tickets there. Um, what about yourself, Paddy? I think you'll. You, I'll be interested to see what you, what's what's important to you and what where would you sit? Well, important to me is what Mitch said, but also important to me is going for a piss and you don't have to and you're not fucking squashed. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you, have you, have you sat on the upper bones, lads? Fucking hell. Big line, isn't it? Fucking big line. You miss half of that. <laughs> but no, mainly what Mitch said. Just like somewhere you can just go and, yeah. you know, you can enjoy the day. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's nothing worse. You know, like if you've got a big game, you can. You, know, you go out on the aisle mm. and you've got a 20 minute walk to the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? And by the time you get to the ground, you're dying for a piss. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've whereas done, whereas done. now, you're in the ground. You're there, aren't you? You can go for your piss and go with the seat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of seating, uh, well, I, I mean, like, I don't think my there's any better seats in the ground than mine now. The ball ones. And I'm like, back off Toffee TV, sits in front of me, so if he's listening, he'll back me up. <laughs> but uh, I'm right on the halfway line, mm. in the third row on the upper. So, yeah. you know, like, it's like watching him. I don't sell it for me, so I'd go for that again. But and then you've got you've got you, you've got the fantastic Toffee TV in front here as well yeah. to give you the live updates. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. be able to shape the uh, the after match thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about yourself? Um, a bit of everything that you've said. You know, I think the hospitality is important. You know, I'd like to see that side of things. I'd like to be able to sit down, have a drink. Mm. Do that side of things, have that kind of whole atmosphere. Uh, I think the ale's got to improve. As you know, I always end up on the red wine because I don't like cause light. I don't like the shit ale, so mm. I'd like to see Minetti up and over. Chang. Mm. Uh, oh, Chang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alan Marshall, who's one of the bobblers, loves Chang. Um, you know, it's he worships Chang, doesn't he, Marshall? Um, so, yeah, no, I'd like to see uh, good ale. Uh, I'd like to see somewhere where, we, where you can enjoy yourself. You get there early. There's an incentive to get there. Mm. The, the fan experience before and after the game has to improve. I think it will. I'd like to see local traders. You know, I'd like to see, you know, um, you know whether it's lovely in ale or, or, you know, local, you know, lo- lo- local food that, that source from, you know, in, you know, celebrating the businesses that we've got in, in Liverpool would be great. Mm. And I think you've got, you've got to, you know, what opened my eyes there were a lot of people who who can afford these these high prices but you've still got to make sure that it's a working class game you know people have got to Liverpool's very much a working class city you know we're going to be suffering from the effects of this 
prices for some time. You know, I know it's four years off, but I'd still like to make sure that everyone can still afford to actually go to the game as mm, well. Yeah. And not only them, but be able to, to bring their, their young lads as well, or young yeah. girls, and you know, I'm sure that, that next generation wouldn't like it to become like the Cucumber Sandwich Brigade. You know, yeah. we're not about that. Yeah. yeah, we're not about that. You know, you've got to keep that element of a working class feel about it somehow. Mm. Uh, and, you know, whether that's, you know, putting the, the price of hospitality really high, the people who can afford it, to make sure that the people who can't can um, but I think we've we've got to we've got to keep our identity that way. That would be my biggest. Mm. You know, you know that's what I'll be pushing for when I'm on the fans forums meeting uh, to make sure that that's the case. Mm. Um, I think that's important. It's something that's important. Um, so <laughs> obviously we came into the uh, the Wovey song there. Um, the fan songs have kind of died. I mean, that's been one of my things. I've been a bit gutted about it. Obviously, Barry Mister Away. You know. Is put, he sees all these songs on on, his, on you know whether he's going to Kenya, Switzerland, or whatever. Uh, you know that get the the game being back and people being back mixing and, and and you know just coming up with these random songs on coaches. I'm missing that. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do. It's a. Uh, it's, it's just like the old math experience, isn't it? Yeah. And and if anyone is listening, um, the virtual away date on the other night. Uh, that was actually put forward um, as a project with Fans Forum. Initially, uh, Jay Deacon approached, uh, approached, uh, approached, approached the Fans Forum and talked about how he missed the game, like we are, and, and, and wanted to do something, you know, to make fans feel a bit more connected. And it was actually really good. We had fans from all over the you know, all over the world, all over the country. You know, Graeme Stewart there, Darren Griffiths was there from Sophie T, uh, from, from um, Everton's TV. Um, and it was fantastic to, 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 to kind of listen to all the stories. You had fans from Norway, you had fans from the US. And there you had Jeff Walmer there. Uh, yeah. yeah um, you know, so some familiar names were all all online. Everyone was having a drink. Graham Stewart was having a bit of a laugh talking about some of his experiences. Yeah. I just felt like you'd been, you know, that, that feeling of mixing again. Yeah. And I think they're going to do more. So if anyone's listening, uh, give it a go. You know, the club are working on it, trying to connect us and make us feel part of the club. Um, and hopefully we'll be we'll be back in all senses of the words. So actually going on to the game itself, um, <clears throat> the starting eleven. I don't think anyone really predicted that. Uh, Barry's got like a gift for anyone that doesn't know that he tends to put on when he doesn't agree with a situation. <laughs> 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 and, uh, Barry's gift was up when went uh, straight onto the Bobbles WhatsApp group as soon as he seen the starting eleven. So he, uh, yeah, it's right that I start with Barry. When you seen the starting eleven, what was your thoughts? That gift. <laughs> <laughs> so just explain to everyone what it is so anyone doesn't know just this, Someone... this fella jumping off the top of a building <laughs> <laughs> um, and to be fair in, in my other groups like with my mates who are Liverpool fans and that yeah, they said I'm oh, happy with the team and, I, and the, there's only one word I said and it was just a wobby yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's alright I might have let me words on Sunday <laughs> Do you know what? I don't think you were the only one. I might have done it. My dad came in here and he said, oh, I can't be asked watching a Wolby today. And after, you know, to be fair to me, he, it's not it's not often you can put these words in a sentence, but he was outstanding yesterday, a Wolby. Yeah. He, he was, you know, fair play to him. And he said he might have found a position for him. Maybe we found a new Victor Moses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that no, right wing back. No, you're right. Uh... I, I think he got his team right because, as you know, I I don't think John Joe Kenny's any good either. 
I've said to use many times I've seen mm. better right backs on Buckley Hill. Yeah, he's he's not he's decent back well, he's back yeah. up back up really, yeah. isn't he? Um Yeah. Um the only one change that I would have made was maybe Olgate for Mina, because I think Mina's been quite awful this season. Yeah, I agree. Um obviously it's good to have the Charleston back as well. Uh, just shows how key he is. Yeah. Without him we're we're not with that. We're dead slow, and it showed when he went off as well. Mm. Um, obviously the fella up front scored again. Uh, two centimeters done well as well. Yeah, I mean to Corey seemed to Corey start. He's first and everything, really. Well, yeah. and he got a, you know obviously got. I, the I was saying this when I was watching that. I was like, at that Watford, he he was like box to box. Yeah, and seems like he got that chance on Sunday. Uh, and that's him like, and he's that, done well to be fair so I think we said to me he said see what happens when you let him get in the box see what happens when you take the shackles off him and you know that goal is exactly what he's about ghost, yeah. ghost him in late and you know he's a big lad as a yeah and we missed goals next. from midfield haven't we so yeah. it was nice to see midfield centre midfielder yeah get amongst the goals getting in there yeah um, getting an extra body in there as Chico as you said Dukes of Hazard which <laughs> 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 just, just, just sums up perfectly yeah um, but what um, I mean something I've been talking about is going to a back flip something that's really interested me um, we'll come on to Mina later on actually because we, we've got we've got someone asking about Mina so we'll, we'll kind of hold that back for now but a back three is something that, that I've kind of been toying about in my own head, um, simply because he used to play a back three, as Mitchell now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's 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 something where we haven't got, when, when, while we haven't got Coleman, we've been trying to play someone on that right and always trying to reinvent it, um, you know, as it was a Wobie actually worked. And for anyone that's on my WhatsApp group, I actually put a Wobie on that right side. You I? did, fair play for you. I was getting grief off Barry. And, uh, uh, but, you know, it, it it's uh, what what was shown to me is when he came on the other day at right back he straight away um to the Newcastle game wasn't he we put the cross in yeah uh, and Dominic Cavalier and poked it in mm. you know he, he added something there you mm. know and if 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 we've got the right back we can't it's not greater either I prefer a right back that's good at something mm. and it, albeit he was right wing back the other day he was good going forward his crossing was good and you know yeah. in actual fact he made a difference I don't think you'll see him in a back four right back will no, you, no, you know what I mean four, but no. I think he maybe the happy medium of a right wing back yeah you know maybe that's that's where he might that come in his, well, that, 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 that three at the back it could work because if he's going to play obviously you'd hope he'd bring Allgate in yeah like that. and Allgate just plays right back, Annie. So right, yeah. it he can start with the three, and then obviously Dean will be on the left only, so we can just drop him back and then move move everyone over. See, one. I always think in the in the past when we've gone to a three, I've only ever seen it work once with Burnley away five one, and yeah, I think to a back three. Yeah, no, Apart decent. from that, I always think it it hasn't really worked for us. But it's different now. You've got fellas there that I've got pace about them. You have got Holgate who's got pace. Godfrey's got pace. Yeah. You've got Bramfleet to come in, who could, who could, who's naturally left-sided. So you've got players there now, whereas when we used to do, you'd have the likes of Ashley Williams, Jags towards the end. They're not the quickest, are they? Yeah, you need pace. So you need, yeah. you know, to get yeah. across. Get, get across cause I thought Godfrey was covering well as well. Towards Godfrey the right back. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's done well. It, it, I it, think, what it, you know what it is, and it's just clicked at me, I think Carlo Angelotti was trying to imitate the great Ronald Koeman. In like the DCL right then back thing, <laughs> and you know what? 
I, I, Bob Lesh, Ronald Koeman for trying that. <laughs> I'm saying that. I said this to Rich. <laughs> the new Victor Moses. The, you found it. Remember Chelsea used to sort of... He was outstanding. Yeah, he was outstanding. Yeah, he might, he might be like and, that. And, and you know, yeah. you, you know just what? found a position for him, that. Yeah. No. You know what? I, I don't think anyone who knows football could sit here you know, and tell me that, that Alex Owe is a bad football player in terms of talent. Everyone knows the lad's got talent. You know, Arsene Wenger knew footballers and Arsene Wenger hated them. The problem is consistency and, and finding a position. And I don't think he's ever really settled at Everton because we've never really found a position for him. He's never been able to produce consistency. Um, and he's, he's always been like a bit of a, you know, he just hasn't fitted into the, you know, anywhere really. But yeah, it was nice to see somewhere he, well, you know, he, he fitted in, didn't he? You know, he did. Yeah. No, you're right with him, and you've seen him have these type of games where he's 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 had a cracking game, and then you haven't seen him then for the next few weeks. Do you but think, like you say, that position that might just suit him. Do you think this is us though? Now this is, I'm going to kind of go on to this, but we do tend to. I think over the last by injuries, it, it's not actually our fault. But the last three or four games, uh, we I think we've we've played twenty one players. It's a lot of players to be playing. You know, some teams play like 11, 12, 13 players. You know, we've had to really shuffle that pack round quite a lot. And we never really played the same back line. We never really play players in the same position. So it's hard for anyone to really get a consistent run of form. You know, what exactly. Obi brings to the table is that, you know, the ability to actually take someone on, one on one, which only Richardson's probably the only other person that can do it. Mm. And you need that to break the lines and, and yeah. you know, transition the ball, which he's particularly good at. You know, Gomez, when he's in it, can't really do that. He's a different type of player. So, and this is where I'm going to come up with the back line as well. I'm going to talk about a little bit within that. Do you think we need to now look at the next five, six games and say, right, let's try and not be playing 21 players. Let's try and play a settled back Let's decide what's our back line. Whether it's a three or a four, let's, let's decide on it. And we'll play it. You know, no matter what, we'll play this now. 100% you know, mate. That's been the problem. Too much chopping and changing all the time. Yeah, you say get a settled back four or back three, whatever you're gonna play. All different personalities and characters and yeah, types. Stick aren't with it because, like you say, there's too much chopping and changing. Um, like you said, like you said before, you know, it's maybe give them a maybe just go with it. Maybe just say pick a pair and I don't know, Godfrey and Keane, just for instance, you, you right? Was, yeah. And just say, look, you're just starting the next five games, and and see if they can build up a bit of a partnership, and you know, and, and see where that takes you. I honestly think if you sp- if I if I got twenty odd blues outside Wilson Park and said t- t- tell me your best back four, I'd probably get twenty different answers. You mm. wouldn't get anyone saying Alex Wolby at right back. No, no, no. But you know, I think that's a big, big. But this is the caveat: we've not had our four centre half all fully fit for mm. the full season yet. So now that we're in a place where we've actually got Mason Holgate actually came back in too soon for me. Uh, but yeah. he's back, he's fit, you know, again, mm. he's had another week, he's going to get another week again. Godfrey now, you know, hopefully, you know, he's fully fit. Uh, he's got four fit centre-halves now, so he's got a, a decision to make. And I think that that may have been a contributing factor where people are thrashing Angelotti for it, where it's it just the situation, you know, we've lost our captain and right back, you know. But like you say, though, there, right, like, coming in for a game, playing a game and then, Going out for the next two or three, it's hard to get that. Obviously, get that rhythm and that momentum, and you know, 
Yeah, they do need a run of, run of games. Yeah. Um, there's been players who've had a run of games that have proven that they're probably not up to it. You know what I mean? Players have had enough chances. But there is a few players now sort of knocking on the door where you go, yeah, I'll tell you what, well, let's see what Godfrey's about. We paid 20 million for him. Big athletic Maybe let's, let's give him a go in his natural position. Again, he's played, he's played a, a different role again on uh, yesterday in a back three. Yeah, it's a, it's another. You know, he's played yeah. right back. He's played centre, he, and he's predominantly left sided. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So maybe give him a go. And and so well, I think he'll stick with the same team. Go with Frey again for next year. because yeah. Coleman's not fit. Coleman won't be fit, will he? No. And you can't you can't drop a Wobi. So it's he's either going to go four at the back and put a Wobi at right back, or he's going. Three at the back. And, yeah. right back and you can't really argue. But really? I know we're great. To be fair, right, it would probably suit us playing Leeds. Mm, yeah. Because they're, they're quick on the break. Yeah. And instead of having your two full backs forward, you've got you've got three staying back. And then also you've got Alan. So you, you've sort of, sort of got your, like, your back four. Mm. And that'll allow the others to push on. What, what was interesting there, um, with that formation as well, is that there was a big focus on, on Hammers, uh, you know, his defensive side and, and people trying to take advantage of that. Because um, obviously what people don't want is Hammers getting on the ball and hurting them. Uh, mm. You know, so what they do want is to go in the other way. But that allowed Hammers almost to step inside. I do think, you know, there was a bit of South American tiredness there, you know. Definitely. I, I watch them games and I tell you what, I'm watching South American football all the time because it's just it, it's like the Battle Royale. South American football is great. It's, 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 it was, I watch that Boca Juniors River Plate every yeah. year and it's yeah. the best game of football well, you, you ever watch. I watched it because you said to me yeah, throw it on, one, throw yeah. on it yeah. and I threw it on and like you say it was like the Royal Rumble it wasn't like a footy match. It is. Well, you just when, uh, you know, there was no slowing down there was yeah. 120% intensity yeah. tattles flying in you know it you, you can imagine these players going there, Hammers, certainly, you know, he, you know he, he's an excellent technician, uh, well, but, you know, he's had to do two hard 90-minute games for Columbia, who haven't played the best. And look at the tackle on Richardson that he took over yeah. there. Cavani down yeah. the back of his, his leg. Mm. So I think that, that did have an effect as well. Um, so it'd be nice now, now there's no internationals to march, mm. we can now manage our own players properly. Yeah. Uh, and Hammers and actually in that system was able to step inside. And I'm going to say, he's like a Ferreira Rocher, the ultimate luxury. <laughs> because, you know, because he's one of them, like everyone loves it at Christmas, you know. But, but he is that, you know, he's that luxury player, isn't he? And, and, and he's like, you know, Mrs. Ozil, you don't want Mrs. Ozil defending for you. What you want him to do is get on the ball yeah. and, and be that 10, you know, you know, be able to, to make them big differences. He, and he did, didn't he? Yeah, and I've seen people saying he was quiet and all that, but he, he's been involved in the two goals. It, the the second and the third goal it's his balls out wide isn't it yeah. I thought he sort of played exactly how Everton played I thought he a bit quiet at, at the start of the game but Everton's best period I thought was when Rodriguez was getting on it yeah when he uh, got the ball yeah, yeah when he was getting on the ball and I thought that was our best so period I had to mark him as well and then like I said to you before we didn't want half time to come yeah. it came and then he just didn't get going second half and, and he never well he had a couple of chances didn't he that, that, that first half where he was trying to work a shot yeah. and he ends up playing it you know a yeah. couple of times I thought he might score here mm. um, but I thought he was he was more effective well that that's fine by the way if he sets up two goals a game 
I'm, I'm yeah. as quiet for the rest of the game. I'm quite happy with that. But we need to just accommodate that with with the side. Understand that's what the way it's going to be. Mm. And I'm quite happy to have the ultimate luxury in there. And he's he's exactly what you want to watch as a football fan. Mm. Yeah, you want to see them them great technicians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I just I the position was sound. Mm. Uh, it's, it's like you just you just said to him, You've got a free roll. Mm. Go ahead, just, just drift across. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go and, if you want the ball, go and get it. Mm. And, and obviously, we, also, you know, Miss Charleston straight away is infectious energy. You know, he, he, that first goal was all down to his, his high intensity work rate. Yeah. You can see what we've missed. He was the same against Uruguay. You know, he, he was just he was thrashing up and down. He got booked. The, you know, the, the right back hacked him back. You know, he scored a goal. He was all action, but it was, you know, very much. You know, he, he is the main player, but yeah. whichever side he plays, whether it's Brazil or Everton. He could have had a couple himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, he, he's yeah, done he a great, lucky. great run. I think Calvert-Lewin, he knocked into Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, Calvert -Lewin, one yeah. And he was unlucky there, and then there was one where, I think it was Lucas Dean pulled it back, didn't he? And he, he just missed his, mm -hmm. missed his kick. So, and he actually had one in the second half, our only shot in the second half, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, it's great to have him back. <clears throat> so, I'm going to come with a bit of a controversial shout here. Um, but, not like you, but not like me. But um, I wasn't this time to be fair. But but Tim Howard apparently said that um, Lucas Dean his balls are amazing. But to to be fair, um, you know he's got an he had an outstanding outstanding set of balls the other day. You know both of them got assist off two balls. Um, and, we need a banner, Lucas Dean's lovely balls. <laughs> <laughs> After that, but uh, it was an interesting comment. But I think there was some truth in it as well. Yeah, no, his uh, two assists were great. Uh, the first one especially, not yeah. the first one. I don't know another one for the corner. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. That was a crap. You just you just know as soon as he crossed it. Yeah, it was in. Yeah, he he was quality. He, he, you know and. Prime even even stuff, a few li few little moves that he was doing down the left, like little one twos with the core and the charge, yeah. and he was and he was he was like as well as as good as a ball we played down the right, like both of them were just so far up, especially Dean, like was right up there all the time. Yeah, and, no, it was, it reminded me a lot of uh, my brains and Coleman years back. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, good shout there. So if anyone listening, look at Dean's lovely balls. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see a banner from a ball back there on the ground with that on. I don't know what's going on. Um, but uh, you know, I was saying I was having this conversation the other day with Andy El Pavote. Uh, I was saying to him about um, you know, I, I quite like to see um, on the full uh, Lucas Dean in the back three as well, but we just can't afford to do it because he's that good going forward. Because yeah. he showed us in the cup, you know, he's really competent actually playing in that that. You know that that back line, and you know his pace and all that kind of stuff was reading the game, but we just can't do without him going forward because he's no. just that. It's that back it up though. Uh, and think, DCL, you know, you always expect him to score. I don't think you could put him in to Couldn't, the sense yeah. like the back three or whatever it is. He's he's too vital going forward. Mm. Be, because yeah. then, yeah. then, then he would you play left wing back. And I like <laughs> you know. Yeah. The same. It, it, it's it's a, it's a shame almost because he can do everything. You know, we yeah, we, we spoke true. years ago about. Uh, Leighton Baines being able to play as a defensive centre midfield and all that kind of stuff. He very much looks to me like a, you know, like Lam years ago and he said he could play mm. anywhere, like play inside, he could play outside. Uh, but you know, it's a fantastic signing. And and to be fair, there's a lot of talk, and we'll come on to Brands, 
uh, but there was because we got asked a question on on all kinds of like mailboxes we've done this week, but the biggest, the hardest task for me was replacing Leighton Baines because he was more than a player, and I think in Lucas Dean, you know, we've we've got that, he's managed yeah. to do it. You know, he's ticked the box, yeah. and uh, that was the hardest task for me. You know, probably the, the opposite side now replace Seamus Coleman. Yeah, well, that's the next big task. Exactly. Get, you know, yeah. that we'll see. Actually, see. I mean, you know, it's given me hope that you know he's done it on one side. Let's see the next now. So, so it was interesting to me was that the the Keown, I I can't stand him commentating. You'd never think that he played for us, but he did say something I thought was was spot on. He said that um, the top. Someone said to him, "What do you think about Everton finishing the top four this season?" Uh, and he said, "Not for me." Uh, he said they're in a rebuilding job this season. They might get European places. Um, and, and just before I throw out to the houses, we're now a quarter of a way through the season. So it's a decent gauge. Um, last season, it took us 15 games to get to 14 points under Silver. It took us nine games to get to 16. Um, last season, we also drew 10 games. We've only drew one for now. Mm. We tend to be winning or... Oh, Obviously, in some cases, losing. We, we've won five out of nine. Under Ancelotti, we've actually got 46 points from 29 games, so our win ratio has gone up by 70... Well, our, our, our performance ratio has gone up by 70%, thanks to holding the blue, put that up before. But if you take off this season alone, we've actually got 55.5% uh, win ratio. If we were to carry on the same way that we are winning, we'd that would accrue 63 points. Jordan, it would pull us up to 67 points. Man United got 66 points last season, so we it put us into fairs at the end of the season. Chelsea got 66 and Chelsea, uh, Leicester got 62. Um, so I think that the, the points won't be as high next season, this season, because I think a lot more teams are taking points off, off games that you wouldn't expect to. But I don't think we're actually doing as bad as we think. You know, I think in actual fact... The question I'm going to ask the both of you is, what is your expectation? Because I think at the moment we're achieving it rather than not achieving it. Uh, so what what would so I'll start with you, Mitch? What what is your expectation this season? The, the same as at the start of the season, top six, is to break that top six. Um, I know there was a few few fans were getting like a bit excited when we were we were top after a few games, but for me, top six, um, where we are at the minute. You know, at the end of the day, you've, you've won as if we've won five out of nine. Yeah. Um, two one against the the you know, champions, if you like. But so, and you've won, you've won three, three rounds in the cup as well in the league cup. It's been a it's been a good start of the season. I, I just think everybody lost their heads after you know three defeats on the bounce, and yeah. you know, yeah, it went great. Listen, it wasn't, but I think where we are. You'd take that right now, at the start of the season. You're sixth in the league. You you've gone through three rounds of the cup, the league cup. You've got the top scorer in the league. Um, Four points off first. Yeah, you've won. We were saying before the first time we've won three three games away in London since eighty seven. So, it's it's not all doom and gloom. It's it, it's actually quite good. Overall. Well, you say, Barry. No, I agree with Mitch. I think mm. obviously, the, obviously winning the first however many we won, and you know, like people would expect an half. Can I like? Just go what out. if we just keep winning? What, yeah. yeah. What, what <laughs> if we? Just, but, you know, like you've got to look at 
games the games where we've picked points up where we wouldn't expect to win. So like take Tottenham for example, like you you get them and you think you're not we're not gonna win there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that that to me that cancels out like the Newcastle game. Because yeah, you'd yeah. expect to beat Newcastle. Yeah. Palace away is always an hard one. Yeah. We never we never beat Palace away. Fucking ever. No. I think I think we've won once, twice in about fucking fifteen years there. Mm. You know I mean? So you don't expect well, to win there. Well look to be fair as well. We lost last time there two 0 didn't we? Yeah, no I'm, I'm not counting full on like but like you know, there's there's that there's like another game where you're not we've not expected to win and we've won. Yeah. So that sort of cancels out the Southampton game. Mm. The Derby game at home. Mm. I granted we would we would four and four or three and three, whatever it was, but I never expected us to win that. Yeah. So it, it does even itself out throughout it, yeah, the season, you know much. what I mean? Fair like there'll be games there'll be games coming up where we win. That we shouldn't win. That that one that we don't that we don't deserve to win. Yeah. Like I don't think any of the games we've won we haven't deserved to win. Yeah. But like it's been more professional. Yeah. But we we were saying before, weren't we, about last season with the uh, the Wofford game. You know, three two again. Yeah, three. Because yeah. I said, like I said to Witch before, Wofford went down. I said, like I feel like I'm disappointed that we won three two away from home yesterday. Do, do you know what I mean? You know, because the second half performance type of thing and. Like Rich said, he said, well, remember last year, Wofford, 3-2 last minute. That's when the team so, the, you're not going to steamroll teams every game, are you? There's no. going to be battles. There's going to be, you know, we've got to go to the well for I it. I think people like. get carried away. There's context to it. And two years ago, 2018, we lost 2-0 to Fulham that went down. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, Kearney scores and, and Ryan Babble scores. And Mitrovic, I think he hit the bar and, and caused his own oh, to chaos. Mm. He battered us. Um, you know, it, that was just two years ago, and that was the side that went down. Now there's this expectation that we should just tear up and steamroll teams. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a couple of bigger examples here now of other teams in and around us that happens. So Leeds lost to Palace 4 1, they lost to Leicester 4 1, and they lost to Wolves 1 0. Wolves drew against Newcastle, lost to West Ham 4 0. Um, lost to Stoke in the Cup 1-0. Leicester got beat by West Ham 3-0. And Villa, they beat Liverpool, who bumped this almighty side 7-2. So this league, for me, you know, it, it's very much on any given day, on, a, on any given Sunday, to quote Phil. But most teams can beat most teams. And, and I think we're producing an OK result for where we are. And the fact that we've had so many players injured, we haven't really had our first-choice centre-halves which has contributed to conceding a lot more goals than I think we will. I do think that, that is, we're in the worst-case um, situation in terms of how many goals we're conceding now. You know, I think we, we can only get better. Mm. You know, We're not going to be, I don't mm. think, conceding two or three goals every single game for the rest of the season. I think we need to improve it. I think we will. Mm. But we've found a way to win games and get to where we are. We're not drawing as many games, and that's a big thing. You know, yeah. Quite often we draw two games and we'll lose one. Now, obviously, winning one game and losing two is better because you're one point up. Yeah, I always, I say, yeah, I always yeah. say that. I always say that. I'd, I'd rather win one and get and then lose two than fucking draw, and then mm. think it's you're better off. It's yeah. pointless. Well, you're better off. Isn't it? It's pointless. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I finished fucking fourth and fucking manager, and I lose <laughs> one game all season. 
Yeah. 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 Two points off fourth. Mm. I want to mean you take it. Yeah. And this is the, te- the team that finished 12th last year. You know what I mean? So even going from 12th to 6th is a massive jump. Yeah. So so that's that, I think that's what... So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the start. Yeah. So I'll, I'm not going to go the, against the lineup because we kind of discussed that already. We kind of said already, let's just give that 3 5 2 and up again. Mm. However, we, we kind of phrased that, you know, we won't get into that. But Le- Leeds and Burnley probably represent a good chance for us to get them back amongst the pack before December, don't they? Mm. Um, I just want a, a special mention to Alan Pardew, who's obviously <laughs> took his, 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 uh, his director of football job there, or sporting director, or what you want to label it, at uh, CSKA. Um, Shogun Amiobi, no doubt, will follow on a five year contract. Mm. Uh, but uh, that was an interesting point, but it should be funny. Uh, well, yeah. Which one? Which one? Which one's he gone? He's gone to uh, CSK. Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. How he's still getting these jobs? How he's still getting jobs? Little Bulgarian. Little Bulgarian number. Fuck, huh? Holland, Bulgaria. Even Ronald Koeman. I was saying to Richie, but I was saying like, you know, how he continues to get these jobs is it's just beyond me, but. I, I'm convinced he may have been sat in the interview saying, like, like, like a bit of a Chuck Norris situation. I was flew into Holland's, this no win situation in Dunhaag. They were gone. No yeah. one else thought that anything could be done. I kept them up. You know, little did he know, like, the league was ended and they kept them up. Well, he did. It, he's got to be selling it somewhere, you know what I mean? But he'd be only. The only fellas are going to sit here, contract. Yeah, six years. He's still he, he's on his contract. Yeah, Mike Ashley's the tightest fella in the world. So yeah. I mean, he managed to convince him to give him like a, a contract. Yeah. Two thousand and fifty-two. Some people can talk the talk. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But yeah, no, it's going to be great to see uh, Alan Pards Pards uh, uh, go for it. It's uh, CSKA Sophia. Sophia. Do you reckon he wants himself? <laughs> <laughs> There's a few you could yeah. take, isn't it? Whoever you can get it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say actually what I'm going to say there, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's really interesting. Uh, we, we, we've done a bit of a question thing, and, and we've, we've had a few questions out, so we'll answer them. Um, four people have asked us to talk about. So, Hands of God has asked us a couple of questions. Well, they've probably phrased them in, in, in both and, and answered them as well. Uh, he, he said that the, uh, the compact in front of the back four or three. Um, uh, we're not really we're not really operating the same way, you know, in terms of in, in terms of how we're defending in front of our back three or four, the communication's not really up to scratch. You know, we he said we're susceptible to cutbacks. So goals we conceded against Liverpool, United and Saints, and instead of a lack of communication, how do you solve that? Put them all on fucking English courses. <laughs> Simple. I I've always said to you, which I don't like two defensive midfielders. I just like the one. Always, always go back to Lee Carsley. He used to do that role by himself, no problem. Yep. Easy. He used to protect the back four. Didn't do too much. Just just protected it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for me. I'd have Alan just doing that role. I wouldn't have him bursting forwards and 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 stuff like that. And then Decore's got that much 
he's, he's an athlete. He, he'll get in the box, score a goal, and he'll still, you know, and track back or have a chance and track back. He can do box to box. For me, I think, like the other week when you had Alan and Delph playing, they sort of they get in each other's way. Me personally, I'd I just have Alan just protecting the back four by himself. Personally. So do you think this is, and I'll say it come to you with this one, Barry, based on that, do you think this is basically because we've been chopping and changing that much that we haven't really got that communication line? Um, you know, obviously, this always strikes me, actually, because we see Mane and Ings, two of the people who've, who've had opportunities doing this, and Che Adams. But if someone works the line on the wing and pulls it back, mm. whose responsibility is it? Is it centred off or centred mid? Centre midfielder for me, track on the runner. Well, that's it, yeah. Even if it's a striker. If it's a striker, it's a centre forward. So Manny scored, Jay Adams scored, um, Danny Ings has had the chance. All similar things, he's worked that line, cut it back, and we've been left cold. But to me, that's that's the, that's the centre half. Yeah. The, the centre midfielder is tracking runners. Their midfielders. Their midfielders coming to, coming to him. Mm. The centre forward plays behind him in the field. Yeah. So the centre half can see him. So the centre half would go out and think him. Uh, and do you think this is. I, I kind of was leading this conversation and guilty of this, but it, this, this is similar to the goal we can see against United where no one was on the man. So do you think we're following a system, but we're not looking at where the man is? You know, see, the that, head that, of the goal that, But that was. That that was, was but that's, but, and that's a midfielder, that was, isn't it? Coming, coming late, coming in. Coming in, but he's but so, either way he's coming into the zone, the the centre half. So yeah. at what stage does centre halves take priority? Anything that goes in the box. Anything in the box. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the fella actually got in between the two centre halves. He got yeah. in between yeah. Keane and Holgate, didn't he? Yeah. So, <laughs> do, you, do you think this is? Do you think this again is basically because we're chopping and changing that back line? Yeah. So much, they're not really getting an understanding. Mm. You know, and, and this is maybe something that organically will solve it itself will by, the, by yeah. the fact that we play it, it consistent sides. It will click. It's just, but it's there. You know, you can see it, and obviously, Andrew God's picked up on that. But I think it's something we discussed already in a podcast about mm. them, them, them cutbacks. Who's, yeah. pick, who's picking it up? Who, who's, who's responsible for it? Uh, but you know, I think it has been the fact that we've been chopping and changing so much, and we yeah. just haven't had that consistency. Mm. So, um, Matt, uh, Matt Hands um, has brought one, especially for Barry, this one. Um, thoughts on Tom Davies' cameo? <laughs> Has he played himself into contention? No. <laughs> <laughs> Done. No. So, so, so rather than... Barry's doing a gif at the minute with uh, falling off a building. So, ra- rather than bringing <laughs> like, you know, your overarching thoughts on Tom Davies, for that game in isolation, do you think he played well? No. No, you don't. You no. Don't. Well, tell me what he's done. I, I, well, you're asking me personally. I, I tell feel, me what he's done. Yeah, I thought he, he came on. I thought he... You know, I, I, he came, I know he came on. He, well done. Yeah. <laughs> he broke the game up well. You know, he made a couple of really good challenges on the, the edge of the box. I think he, that was on the left side. He ended up on the right side playing a bit of football where he was keeping the ball very intelligent. He wasn't trying to put people in uncomfortable situations. He was taking it, taking his time, killing the ball. And it was all about preserving, you know... They nearly fucking equalise when you give the ball away. You know, I, I think Tom Davies was good the other day, I'll be honest no. with you. But no, he's not played his way in the side. No. You're not having it. Not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. I mean, one of them scored and one of them, the other one was great. 
I, I could have answered that one myself. So, <laughs> short, sweet, no. What about yourself, Mitch? Uh, I, I don't think he... Uh, no, to be fair, I thought he'd done well when he came on yesterday. Um, you know, even even going into, like, getting it right into the corner flag, you know, for following sort of defence, but... He's definitely knocking on the door. I'll, like, I'll be honest, you've, you've seen play, players have had enough chances, you know, Sigurdsson, uh, Gomez, uh, I'm not a big fan of Delft, you know that, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say next game starting. I would, I would be one of them, if, if, I seen him, if I seen his name, I wouldn't be like, disappointed like him. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed. Don't be putting that gif up on the right. gif. I, I think that, but, I think that, I'm going to find that gif on Twitter and you can use it. No, find but, that gif and you can use it. <laughs> no, but, um, he's doing, he's doing okay. Yeah. That's all I'd say. He's doing okay. When he, when, he, when I've seen him this season, I th- when he started against Brighton, I thought he'd done well. So he, he's, you know, and I lost him for England midweek, like, um, last week. and Played the 3 4 three, He's done well, yeah, so, yeah, one Watch of them. Space, it's yeah. one of them, yeah. Again, you know, I always say this with, with Davies, he's, you know, we've got to have 25 players. The, the issues for me aren't Tom Davies, the issues are Gilfie Sigurdsson, you know, the players that aren't, you know, the, the players that aren't earning mm. the wage. Yeah, Tom the Davies, other players who are shite. Yeah, Tom Davies on a fraction of his money, and I think Tom Davies is, you know, loves the club. Um, he's got a really good relationship with you know, in the squads. You know, he, he can come on for me, like the other day, and add something of value. He's quite versatile. You know, he's composed on the ball at Premier League level, and he's still a kid. You know, I think he'll he'll improve the older he gets. So that that's my answer for it. You know, I know he's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm. But the only, thing, the only thing with him is, I just don't know if he's if he's ever going to break into the first team. No, he's not. <laughs> you know, I think he's going to play that role of. Is there a harm in that? Yeah. No, no, no. You need twenty five players. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Mm. Uh, difficult one, difficult mm. one, isn't it? With him, he, he's you know we all want him to be to do well and and to be you know we love love the lads coming through, don't we? At the end of the day, but. Well, it's yeah. it's a it's a difficult. You're still undecided. Yeah, I am. I am. Bar- Barry very much. Barry, you're undecided. You know, I'm decided that I think he, he adds value. Yeah. So pretty much three ways on that one. Mm. Um. So, uh, Matthew Barry said, "Do you think Mina will be sold? Uh, he's becoming more error prone. Um, uh, and is he blocking a pathway for Godfrey and uh, Bramfleet? So I'll uh, Barry go on. I'll let you um, this first. If a good offer comes in, he goes, doesn't he? But you're not going to get a good offer for him. And that's, that's that. Uh, so you're saying you sell, you think that he's yeah. got a long term yeah. future at the club? No. How old is he? 24, 25. Yeah. Some reasonable age. No, like he, he's, he's a good player, but you know he just makes you nervous every time he's got the ball. He, and you don't want that. You know what I mean? Like, Every time I watch the game and, and he's got the ball, I'm, I'm saying to myself, just swat him. Mm. Don't, do, don't do your shitty step over. Just just swat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, you don't see the other centre-half doing that. Michael Keane gets him and whacks it. Mm. Does yeah. Allgate does the same. Book and pass it out. Uh, Godfrey, I haven't uh, seen much of. I, th- I think Allgate's excellent in possession to be able to be a yeah. back. It's a, it's, a great, um, it's a great question, by the way. <laughs> great uh, 
question. I wouldn't. From, I, wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say blocking, so, yeah. blocking the pathway either for the other two because Brantwaite will play in the cups and he's and he's not fit at the minute anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Godfrey, he'll he will start playing. So I don't think it'll block the path for either of them. Yeah, but like I said, so it's like you know, you you just don't know what Yeri Mina you're getting from week to week. You know, one minute, one week he's he's scoring goals and he's he's doing a sample. Yeah. The next minute he's he's shite and he wants to fight everyone. Yeah. It, you just don't know what you're getting from week to week with him. Whereas you know with Michael Keane, you know what you're getting from him week to week. Yeah. You know you're getting a solid six or seven. Well, you're getting a seven, aren't you? I'd say most games six or seven. You know, obviously he goes higher than that at times. Yeah, but, no, I agree with you. Um, but with me, you don't know if he's going to be a four or a fucking ten. You just don't know. So, if it was me personally, like you say, if a good offer comes in, you definitely got to consider it and take it. Maybe take it. I, I'm a bit undecided on me um, I, I think he played well the back end of last season. Um, obviously into the injury uh, but I, I thought particularly he played well last season he's a young lad I, I prefer centre half to 29-30 uh, getting slightly older you know I know he's mm. quite a young lad uh, you know he's got the physical prowess to, to, to be a really good centre half but I, I I don't know if, if, if his future is there but I think if a really good offer comes in I think that I'd be tempted to take it Um. But he has got the makings of a good centre half. You know, I think the South American trip, what we talk about Hammers, we can't say, well, we'll we can't give Hammers a buy and then say we're not giving Mina a buy, you know. But, but you know, again, it's a judgment call. I don't, I don't, at some stage, someone will be telling Carlo Ancelotti, these are the recommendations fitness wise for these players. Um, it's hard to know what, what that is without knowing the full picture. Mm. Uh, but I think he's got good moments, he's got bad moments. I totally get what you're saying there where you know it's a bit of a jackal and hard. And, yeah. But I think there's ability there, he's a young lad. It's where, Listen, you know... You know, if you're at Barcelona and you're starting for Colombia, you've got to have something about you. Yeah. Um, I think when things are going right for us and, you know, when we're winning and stuff, he's great. He's great to have around. He, he's high-fiving everyone. He's dancing. He's messing about. He's he's great on the field. And then but when things aren't going good, he goes to pieces. Yeah. He does go yeah. to pieces. And even yesterday, I thought the, the goal, he sort of turned... I thought... That, that goal, I thought really, he, really he, kneels down. Fucking yeah, scary. I thought he was like scared scared of the ball hitting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, turned, he doesn't kneel and, down, he doesn't go in. No, no, I'm picked. I'm picked with Will Vaden as well. He's mm. going right up it, but, but. I, I mean, I, th- I think the the positive side of all this is that the the solution may be organically solved because yeah. we've actually got Bramfighter. I think we bought a really good yeah potential uh, centre half there, and I think Godfrey looks like he's got the making of a really good centre half. Speaking to a few Norwich fans and the Norwich, you know, uh, Canary cast, uh, you know, they they really rate him. Mm. He's obviously on the same sport agency, Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. Colgate's really hello either agent. So mm. I think we've got a good future there. So I think they're not blocking the path now. But you know, the the you are talking of really good sense of that we've got in the future. Yeah. And I think we may get a value from either in the future as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh Jeff Thompson. Uh yet to talk about a new deal uh with Brand Marcel Brands. Rumblings about uh his role. United sniffing around, um, we're starting to see results from his way, but some fan, fans still don't like him, thoughts. So I'll, uh, I'll start with you, Mitch, Marcel Brands. 
on, on uh, how to Jeff here. Well, can we say it, Bob? By all accounts, he's he, he he's staying on, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah. So, so, so rumours are that he is. Rumours is, is he's staying on anyway. Well, he's not going to go anywhere. He's um, fucking bored. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so. He's not. What's he going to do? He's going to find himself. Yeah. No, no, so he's staying on. I think he's, um, overall, if, if you go through the set. More good I, than bad, I'd say it? more good than bad, yeah. I, I agree, Baz. I think more good than bad. I think a lot... Listen, there's been... We've had some bad injuries. His signs have had bad injuries. Yeah. Gabamon hasn't played yet. You know, and... He's got... He's got a... To, if it was me, like... I'm made up. I hope he does stay on. And he starts developing the... Uh, the Youth Academy and stuff like that. And starts having more of an influence on that. Um. So, yeah, that, for me, he, he's got to stay on and uh, all the links to United hopefully are just shite, <laughs> basically. So, just before I pass over to Barry, I, I'm just going to quickly build on what Mitch has said there. I think that short-termism, it's a bit of a comment that I didn't really understand, but I think that what we've seen at Everton is that, that we've chopped and changed and, and we've had bits of different managers, different directors of footballers and we need to get away from that. We need to have some kind of continuity. You know, we need to have a manager that his squad's his squad, you know, and I think we'll be better for it. Um, you know, different styles and different approaches. Sometimes you try and throw them all together, you know, bring someone else in you again, it changes it. So... I'd like to see him sign a new contract. Um, there has been rumours that, that he is. I hope they're true. Um, but I think his hardest task for me has been cleaning up the mess that's went before. You know, if you look at, at the squad that he's presented, you know, all these number 10s, all these... For me, we signed some really poor, poor, poor players at that time. You know, the way the odd success story, just kind of gay. Would would be one. Uh, he was fantastic by, uh, but all in all, you know, I, I think he took on a squad for me that was the wrong size age wise, and he had a lot of tough work to do. And I think he's still solving that now. I mean, you know, he's still looking at you know, like Chen Tokes and Yannick Glass. He's a fantastic fella. I love the fact that he's an Everton player. He's been really unlucky of injury, mm. and I think Yannick Glass actually might have been a really good signing for Everton. But obviously, Yannick hasn't made the the squad this year. Um. But, you know, again, I think Yannick will be looking forward to, to, to moving on and having football elsewhere. I think there's other footballers around there as well. You know, I still think Gilfie Sigurdsson with £50 million pounds was wrong. Uh, but unless you can move them on, unless you can have buyers, then, then you can't really do what you can really do. So I'd like to see him have three years' consistency with Carlo Ancelotti and be able to make their own squad over a period of time and for it to be in the image of Carlo Ancelotti and Marcel Brands and not to be in the image of five managers that went before and I think we're still at that point um, so um, Barry I'll pass that on to you um, and your thoughts on that yeah no I just I, I just echo what you say uh, I hope he stays I think he will because he's on the board of directors mm-hmm. regardless so you know they wouldn't put when, and he only he only got onto that last year Mm. So you know why would he go on to that for twelve months, and then and then fuck off? You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I don't think he'll go anywhere. Um, and as you just said, 
his biggest task has been cleaning the shite weaver. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, you know, like, if, and you, just, if you look at, like, the difference before he come in, like, we, we got, like, just, just to name it, I'll just name a few. So, like, you got Sigurdsson, uh, Klassen, Sandro, Balassi, uh, who else did we buy? Uh, Walcott, Tosin. There, there's six, just to name all of them. Got five year contracts. Yeah. On fucking big money. Sandro. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm with my hundred and twenty grand. But does it show you like what a good? Does it show you what a good job he's doing when he's getting does, when he's getting linked with teams? It does. And, <laughs> you know. And plus the fact like since he signed. We've not got many five-year contracts out. It's been like three, three years, years with yeah. an, with we've got the option to fucking keep it or not. Uh, yeah. Like to call it, you only sign a three-year deal. Yeah. That's uh, Igas was Alan, two. That's Igas was two. An option of a third. Know what I mean? So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and like, and he, he's come out and said it anyway. And he like he's done all this thing with like the academy and all that. He's changed the academy. The academy work. He's changed like. Get all these new roles for people, so he wouldn't just put that in place and then just go, I'm not fuck this, I'm not, yeah. you know what he, I mean? He, I, I don't think he, I'd be very surprised if he left. Because let's be honest, if he, goes, if he goes to Man U, right, and all right, Man U, right, Man U are Man U the bigger team, but you know, you can either work with Solskjaer or all Pochettino if you bring him in, regardless, it's still not. No, I, I, I think he, I think he's he's sort of bought into what we're trying yeah. to do anyway. Yeah, I, I so. think he, I think he's he. I can't see him just packing up and getting off. I think he's he's bought into it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I like to say, I mean, you, you don't see many many fellas like like him getting linked with teams. So what I'm saying is, it shows you what a good job he's doing. That yeah. the fact that he's even getting linked with United. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the I mean? so-called biggest club in the world is yeah. the South Label themselves. Yeah. And yeah. Roma as well. Who obviously yeah, Roma, Roma, Roma took on Monchi. He won't go to Roma and they um, can't afford them. But again, you know, it, it, it's a, like it tells a story. You know, these these teams are after what we've got. You know, I, I think that, you know, the brands has got a reputation of seeing things out. There's a from people I've spoke to, he's apparently really faithful. Mm. You know, he, yeah. he, he wants to see projects through. He's not about the money. Apparently he was offered roles at Man United before he came to us and he had concerns. So he he, he didn't even entertain going to United. So I don't think them concerns have changed. You know, I think United's recruitment policy, United's structure... He wouldn't get as much to say United. No? He wouldn't. Because you, you can see it, Evan. He's got... He literally says, right... Go ahead, sound. He, he looks half decent. He'll just go to machinery and go, Yeah, we'll get him. And mm. machinery will go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All he probably falls into it. The United has said, Would we'll, we'll be able to say, Well, he's the fall guy, so he's the director of football. Mm. It's his fault. Yeah. And <laughs> he's not soft. You know, this fellow's been in football for a long time. Mm. You know, he says Alfmar, you know, he's been at PSV. He's not soft. He knows his stuff. Yeah. So I can't see him. You know, he, he had the opportunity to move for money. And he hasn't. He's come here for a length of time. He's finally, for me, got a manager, be fitting. Because it's partnerships, isn't it? You, you've got it. Yeah. yeah. There's no point in having a great director of football. You've got a shit manager. Like we did. Like we did. You know, yeah. and, and obviously... We didn't have a fucking good manager either. 
No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We didn't have a cup tied after a footy. <laughs> no, I'm saying we had brands, but we had fucking Oh, yeah. We had silver, didn't we? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, don't even get me started on that one. But, you know, again, you know, we've now got, you know, a solid director of football. We finally got the got manager. A manager that's be fitting. Let's just give them time. Yeah. You know, there, there will be loads of bumps. You know, there'll be, there'll, there'll be times there where, of you know. Of course there will. Of course there will. You, you can't keep losing your head every time you lose a footy match. It's it, you know you're building towards something at the end of the day. And, and to, you'd be like that fellow after man and black with his fucking head explode. <laughs> and to be fair, it's been hard enough as it is as a, as a blue, um, but we need continuity, continuity, and some more continuity. That's it. That's you know, it. and then that's that that's the best we can do right now. And I think we finally got a world class manager. We finally got a director of football who's won a league. And his last two jobs, just give them time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and don't lose your head every time we lose a match. Yeah, that's all I'd say. Don't be reactive. Yeah. So there we go. That that's the bobbler's thoughts. That's the the podcast today. Thank you for listening. Uh, pleasure as always to Gab. To you. I've actually missed this over the international break. I know. Um, I know. Normally it's like well we don't have to speak for a couple of weeks, but yeah, no, I've missed it. Yeah, man. So it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> guess who's back but uh, <laughs> hope you've all enjoyed it anyway bye for now and we'll be back next week